We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. They go back to Conley, gets another chance. This one, that misses Hartenstein, the rebound, and that will do it. The Knicks will dribble it out. What a terrific team win tonight after their worst performance of the season. They start this five-game road trip with a thrilling victory over the Jazz in Utah and a building they've had their share of problems over the years. All right. Giddy up. Here we go. Needed that one. Needed that one. Needed... I don't know about anybody else. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of a lot of opinions um, about. There are a lot of opinions out there about where this team is and what they should be doing, what they should not be doing. But at some point, if you're if you're a sports fan and you watch sports for escape and entertainment, you do just need to have a night where you feel good about the team that you root for, and to remind yourself why it is that you waste the time that you do uh, obsessing over these these men that play a game for a living. Um, that was a good win. It was a good win. It was a lot of good stuff in it. It was a, a win that, for the most part, I'll get to the for the most part in a second, for the most part, felt really good. It felt good, and it was a good win over a good team. Not a great team. Not a team that's as good as their record currently indicates they are. Um, But a good team on their home court where they had not lost this year, and a team, a place that the Knicks never win. Uh, and absolutely, there were times in the fourth quarter, including when there were some certain substitutions made with about five minutes left in this game, six minutes left in this game, whatever it was, where it felt like the Knicks were perhaps not going to win this game. Um, shout out to Jalen Brunson. I'm, he's, I, I don't know that Jalen Brunson was the best player in this game, but he was certainly the most important one for the Knicks because when push came to shove, like, and how many times have we said this? Like, that the Knicks don't win this game without Jalen Brunson. The Knicks don't win this game without Jalen Brunson and got the win. Somehow they're back at 500. And like, this is a win that like justifies any, like there's been so much conversation the last several days, but what the fuck are we doing here? We're such a mid team. 
what's the point of being a mid team? Like, just like, what the hell are we doing? We either we should have traded for Mitchell or we should be tanking or this or that. And then, like, I've been at the forefront of a lot of that conversation. Games like this and performances like this from guys like Cam Reddish and Emmanuel Quickly and Obi Toppin and yes, Jalen Brunson. Um, I just I'm noticing the banner on the bottom of the screen. Andrew has written, "Get those likes up, eat shit, Danny Ainge." Yes, yes to both of those. Um, games like this, like yeah, where you bring in a little bit of the right veteran help to your young core, and it results in games like this that like. This is why it's okay, or this is when moments like this game, or it's like when it's okay to just be a 38 or 39 or 41 win team because you feel like you are building to something, even if the something isn't readily apparent. Like a game like this makes sense from that perspective. And yet, <laughs> and yet, because we can't have nice things. They can't be like it's a, like you can't. Yeah, it's like you get something in the mail that you've been like waiting for. Like I, I don't know what where am I going with this analogy, but like I'm picturing like some like you ordered like a vase or something. I, I don't know why I just put, said a vase. Something that you've like been waiting for. You're really excited about, it. and like it's a nice looking vase, but there's a crack in the bottom, and it's like you shouldn't care about it as much as you do. But when and like if someone else looked at the vase, you might be they might not even see it. But when you look at it, all you could see is the fucking crack in the vase. And that's how a game like this in some ways has left me feeling. And I have a feeling is going to leave a lot of people feeling because like, man, Tom, you know, we talk about Julius Randle being the most maddening player in Knicks history, or at least I've said that. If Tom Thibodeau is the most maddening coach, like. Kevin Danishevsky had a nice point on the playback. Shout out to anyone who joined us on the playback tonight where it's like certain coaches, like you just know they're, they're bad, right? They're just bad coaches. Like you saw a lot of stuff from the Knicks tonight. That was good stuff. And there's a lot of stuff that they've done this season. That is good stuff. And like Tom made some nice, nice decisions tonight. Holy shit. Someone told Tom Thibodeau, he's allowed to stagger in terms of like what he did with RJ Barrett, bring RJ in, put RJ on the bench, bring RJ back in, play minutes with the bench. And not with Julius Randle, like a, a nice way to separate RJ and Randall tonight, which they should be separated because they're terrible together. Like we saw that tonight from from him. Like we've seen him grow in terms of a guy like Cam Reddish. And I, we're going to talk about Quentin Grimes, I promise you. Um, but like Cam Reddish, 33 minutes tonight. Was Tom Thibodeau the coach that Cam Reddish needed? I don't know. Maybe. Who the hell knows? But Cam Reddish playing great, not perfect tonight. Had some not great defensive moments. But this is two games in a row where Cam Reddish looks like the guy that the Knicks hoped that they were getting when they when they traded for him. Um, you know, like, there's good stuff. And then there's just absolutely baffling moments. Like, Obi Toppin's in there. Can't miss from three. Dude hit three or four three-pointers. The offense is like whirring around like a like a little blizzard there out on the court in the you know in the snowy mountains of Salt Lake. I don't know if there's actually snowy mountains in Salt Lake. Um looks great, the vibe's great, feeling great, love it. Obi throws a lob to Jericho Sims that I don't think Julius Randle has ever thrown that lob. And I like it's gonna come off of me shitting on Randall. And you want to peg me with that? Fine. You want to tell me that I'm the guy who hates Julius Randle? Fine. I wrote a whole newsletter about the concept of trading him and why they needed to trade him today. 
fine. I'll wear that hat proudly. You cannot watch a game like this and be honest with yourself as a Knicks fan and be like, yeah, I think the version of this team with Randall is absolutely as appealing as the version of what it might look like with him off the team. Like, and he didn't even have a bad game. I thought he had an okay game. 5-11 from the field, 15 points, got some big rebounds. You know, the defense was passable. Um, You know, it's passable. It's fine. But like the version of the Knicks that you see sometimes, like what we saw in the beginning of the fourth quarter and they had it rolling. Obi throws that lob and what happens in the next next moment? Ah, out of the game. Julius back in. Did it work out? Yeah, it worked out. I don't know if it was because Julius Randle come back in the game, though. And like when you hear Tom Thibodeau say after the last game, and I, I don't know if some reporter is going to I would ask him if I was there. If some reporter is going to ask him tonight, like Tom, uh, forty-eight hours ago, you told us that Evan Fournier played the entire fourth quarter because you liked the look of that unit and they had it rolling. Why didn't the same apply tonight for Obi Toppin when he was out there with that unit and it looked like they had it rolling? And the guy that you left out there last time in the game where you gave up one hundred forty-five points didn't even get off the bench tonight. Can you explain that dichotomy? Of that 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 confluence of events, you know, um, it's maddening. And like, thanks to th- thank you, Tom Thibodeau, for taking Evan Fournier out of the rotation. Good job by you. Um, Quentin Grimes is also out of the rotation. I understand he hasn't played great this year. I understand he's getting back. He's rusty. The whole thing. Could you argue it's for the best, like for the team right now in like the present day that Quentin Grimes is not in the rotation? Yeah, you can make the argument that they are maybe a better team right now on the floor with no Grimes and with Derrick Rose, I guess, ostensibly getting his rotation spot. Is it smart organizational decision-making to do that? I I would beg to, I would at least like to have a word about that. Um, I'm sure we'll hear a lot about that tonight. And and again, it, if, you, if you're saying I'm, I'm killing Randall for no reason, that's fine. I'm not going to begrudge you that. But it's just like, you know, you just, you have to shake your head sometimes. And like, I, I know he was sick and he got to the line. What did he get to the line? 14 times, RJ Barrett? Got to the line 14 times. Good job by him doing that. Did some nice things, but RJ Barrett did not have it tonight. He was clearly sick. Like, why was he? Why did he play 37 minutes? Why was he out there at the end of the game? Like, Emmanuel quickly. Like, I'm not going to bitch and moan about Emmanuel quickly playing 26 minutes. That's, that's fine. But again, it's just like in game moves where it's like in what world were you watching that game where you didn't think Emmanuel quickly was a better option to have out there at the end than Barrett and it didn't end up mattering you know and that's fine but like these are the things that Knicks fans watch including me and I'm like you know this is just it's it's hard to be super excited Putting even putting aside the, the overall direction of the team and that like we should be nothing but excited about it after a win like this tonight and yet, me, who's again, I've been the guy defending tips. I've been defending tips up, up and down, but it gets to a certain point where you have to ask some difficult questions. And yet, last thing I'll say, um, you know, it's one game. See how they do in Denver. Denver's not going to have Nikola Jokic. They never win in Denver. Maybe they'll win in Denver now. See how they do the rest of the trip. See how they do in Golden State, Phoenix, OKC. You know. If they play like this, and it wasn't perfect tonight, the three-point defense wasn't perfect tonight, um, the offense wasn't perfect tonight, but if they play like this the rest of the trip, whether 
it's because they love him or because they fucking despise him, whatever the reason, you know, whether maybe they were told like, Hey guys, Tibbs isn't getting fired. He's going to be here all year. So you better figure your shit out. Maybe that's what they were told. Maybe that's why they went out and played like this tonight or they had that players only dinner meeting brunch, whatever the hell it was. Um, I don't know, but at the very least, if, if they continue to respond in the way that they responded tonight, you know, that I'd say it's a pretty good sign. Um, that's it. I don't have anything else. I'm very curious where the comments are tonight. I'm sure they, I have a feeling they will be all over the place. Uh, before we get started, reminder to download the WinBet app, where hopefully you've already down, downloaded the WinBet app and put a couple, uh, put a couple shillings on the Knicks money line tonight, which I was shocked when Andrew Claudio told me it was only plus 135. I would have thought it would have been at least plus 150. Uh, anyway, visit www winbet.com that's uh, w-y-n-n-b-e-t.com to start winning sign up today to receive a special offer bet a hundred dollars win a hundred dollars download bet win uh okay first up i wonder who our first comment is going to be i have a guess let's see if my guess is right wagering that it's going to be i'm not going to say it out loud yes i was right shocker shocker uh robert cross First time, long time, John. Why was Obi subbed out for Randall in the fourth? Can't can we enjoy a W in peace? Hashtag fifty three wins. Um, Robert, it's almost as if I knew that the comment that this comment, this exact comment, was coming before I started my pregame, my my soliloquy to begin. I, I wish I had an answer for you. I wish I had an answer for you. I mean, you know. Oh, uh, Want me to try to give you an answer? Like Obi had some not great defensive moments. There was a moment I think in the fourth quarter where he didn't like get out on somebody, or maybe that was the last play of the third quarter. He didn't get out. He lost his man. Like there were a few of those moments. Um, Randall's better on the defensive glass. He got a whatever it was, a ten point lead um, late. You want you want to secure those rebounds. You know, like there's reasons. Are there good reasons? I don't. I don't think so. Good, good way to start us off. Haitian Ferg, what's going on, Haitian? Always love to hear from you. Um, effort, effort, effort. Yes, completely agree. And a, a different word I'm going to use: urgency. They played with some urgency tonight. I thought you saw mistakes at times. I did not think you saw a lack of urgency tonight. Thought they played with urgency, with the appropriate urgency. They weren't clean, wasn't crisp, wasn't perfect, but they played with urgency. This game was an indictment on the players. They backed their coach up tonight and showed up. It's only one game with very telling. Coaches, coach, players play solid all around. I mean, I, I again, you know me, Haitian. I'm the guy who pushes back against the, the blame Tibbs and all that stuff. Yes, coaches, coach, and players play. I agree with that wholeheartedly, but if a coach is not able to get his players to respond with the correct sense of urgency, do you blame that or the organization? Do you blame that on the players? Do you blame that on the coach? I think there's different answers for that question. I don't pretend to know the right answer. I just think that's, it's a worthy conversation to have. Um, but like, yeah, is it frustrating to watch the team play like this tonight? And then, be like, where the fuck was this effort? All the 
Like, what, what what would the record be if they played with this sense of urgency? Again, like, it's like some wins you're like, oh, well, yeah, they shot like the Minnesota game. They shot the lights out in Minnesota. Like, did they play great Minnesota? No, they didn't play great Minnesota. They shot really well, and they were playing a team that was despondent. Tonight, the Knicks shot 47% from the field and 34.4% from three. They didn't win this game on unsustainable shooting. They didn't win it because... Um, Utah was like terrible. Like, yeah, Utah shot 32.6% from three. They missed a few that they would normally make, but they also made a decent amount of shots. They put up 43 threes. And a lot of those were like really good contests. Like the Knicks won this game. Like their level of play beat a team that is probably playing like right in the middle of the pack right now in the league, probably a little bit better in the middle of the pack, maybe closer to top 10. Although as Benji was talking about tonight, a regression is almost certainly coming. Like, how many wins would they have if they just played with this level of urgency and effort the whole year? Would they be nine and nine and five? Like, would they have two more wins? I, I don't know. Do they win? Like, they probably win the OKC game, right? Probably win the OKC game. And they probably win the Atlanta game. If they close out with that lack of effort. And like, could you just, again, I'm li- maybe I'm living in a dream world, but could you imagine a world in which we are not talking about a seven and seven Nick team that has the issues that they very clearly have. But if we were talking about a nine and five Nick team that would be by themselves in third place in the East, that's what two wins can mean. And if they played with this sense of urgency all the way through, I have actually have zero doubt. They win the Atlanta game. And I do think they probably win the OKC game. Um, You know, how different would the conversation be right now? You know, it is what it is. It sucks. Uh, Anthony Sixto, what's going on, Anthony? That's the best response to the recent frustrations. Jokic out. We may find ourselves in another fandom mood swing. I, I am, man. Shout out to my wife. She's studying clinical psychology and she always talks to me about all the different things she's studying and like, you know, bipolar, right? Bi- people with bipolar disorder and different things and the ways that that can manifest and the, the havoc that could wreck on, on lives. I feel like I'm the most bipolar when it comes to the Knicks and just watching this team and rooting for this team game to game. And I think the re uh, the, the, the one attempt I'll give myself at a defense is they really do give you a lot to be excited about and happy about sometimes because there's so much good stuff going on here. There's a lot of good stuff in there. And I guess you could say that about most NBA teams, but just feels like they're they're close. Not to being a great team, but being like a team that like you love watching every night, and then to ha- to be a team that you just like you hate watching on a lot of nights. It's tough. Anyway, um, for the last part of that comment, Cam's starting to feel for real. So, uh, biggest long term takeaway for me, I guess, other than like them responding and like Tibbs probably, you know, getting a stay of execution for the moment. Um, This is now two games in a row offensively where Cam Reddish has looked good. Um, Seven to 13, 19 points, some not great defense, some really good defense mixed in mixed bag on defense, but the good is really good. Uh, Man, two of five from deep. The, the, the he's shooting it good. This is now a thing. The Cam Reddish thing is now a thing, and 
I'm usually dead wrong about something every 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 day. Um, but like every time before a year starts and I never was like, I hate Cam. I think Cam stinks, but I was very much of the camp of like, just trade Cam for what you could get. There's no use keeping around here. It's a lost cause. Holy God, was I wrong. My Lord. Just, I mean, again, the talent was there. I just didn't think they would ever access it. And I was, I quite frankly was not certain that he would ever access it. But they, he, he has and they have. So good job. Thanks, Anthony. Um, Robert Cross with another one. Is it fair and reasonable to say that the hashtag Cam Hive was right? Oh, my God. It's like it's like someone's reading my mind. Or maybe I'm reading Robert Cross's mind. If so, does it keep rising the rest of this year? Hashtag 53 wins. Um, here's some, some enterprising fellow who wants to make me look like an idiot on Twitter tomorrow. Feel free to clip what I'm about to say. Uh, if someone told you that at the end of this season, Cam's ceiling was higher than RJ's, what would you? If if, if someone told you now that that someone was going to say that after this season, what would you say to that person? Would you be like, whoever's saying that after this season is an idiot? Because clearly, I know sitting here after fourteen games. That there's no way that we will think in 68 games that Cam Reddish has a higher ceiling than RJ Barrett. Would you say that? Or would you be like, huh, that's an interesting thing to say. I'm going to spend some time thinking about that. Uh, I don't know. And I hate to pit it against RJ again. RJ was sick tonight. But like, you know, Cam just does stuff at both ends that like it's it's hard to do. He's a really good defender when he puts his mind to it. And offensively, he just he's a skilled offensive player. And it's a shame he doesn't show that skill more. But man, I mean, seeing him shoot that, it's hard not to believe in the shot at this point. It really is. Um, thanks, Robert. Uh, next up. Don't tell me about don't tell me about comments already. Jeez, I was getting worried there for a second. Pro Gills. Well, thank you for the contribution. What was in that dinner? Hashtag Cam fam. Yeah, love what we saw from Cam tonight. Um, probably should have probably should have taken a, a minute to shout him out in the in the preamble. That's my bad. Um, oh, look, Andrew's telling me chat agrees with me. Cam is a higher ceiling. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, busy. What's going on? Busy. Best coaching job all year. Evan Fournier DMP. Um, hashtag trade 30 PS. My three-year-old can execute a three-on-one better than this team. Oh my God. See, but that's what I mean. The moments where you're like, what the, what the fuck are you doing? And like, again, you, you don't want to pin it on certain people, but how many of those fast breaks is Julius Randall involved in? How many of those fast breaks? I hate to say it is RJ Barrett involved in. And I, I'm going to have to keep saying this all night. He was sick, but this is not the first time we've seen RJ botch some, some breaks. Uh, it's 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 a little annoying. Um, be great if this team could more consistently finish fast breaks. Not to mention, by the way, these freaking steals and turnovers. Benji put it best. They're pick sixes. It's a pick six. It's not a normal turnover. The reason why the Knicks give up as of before this game, hundred and sixty-two points. Per hundred possessions on turnovers off steals. That is a fake number. 
That's not a real number. That's a fake number, except it's real. The reason why they do it, do that is the nature of the steals that they allow and the turnovers. And like, again, you don't want to pin it on certain guys, but it's amazing how many of these come off the hands of Randall, who every time he turns the ball over again, shout out Benji for pointing it out on the playback. His first step after he gives that turnover up is always the slowest first step in the world. If he's not complaining about it for a foul call and, you know, RJ loses a lot of these, these turnovers either that also that turn into fast breaks. Anyway, thank God for no Evan 48 tonight. That's what I'll say. Hey guys, quick break to tell you about WinBet, the official sports book of Nick's Film School. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with win rewards on WinBet. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, the WNBA, college football, and more. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 100, win 100. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. That's wynnbet.com to start winning. Download, bet, win. It's that simple. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts.
What's up, Knicks fans? With the bustling holiday season just around the corner, it's the perfect time to plan ahead with Factor, a ready-to-eat meal delivery. They shop, prep, cook, and deliver right to your door so you can enjoy chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals during the holidays minus the hassle. Plus, with 34 meals per week, including Gourmet Plus, Keto, Calorie Smart, Vegan and Veggie, and more than 36 weekly add-ons, you'll have plenty of nutritious, flavorful options to choose from. My holidays are jam-packed. Luckily, Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals make it easy to fuel up fast when I'm on the go. Plus, I save time with meals delivered ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. Factor now offers 34 meals per week and more than 36 add-on options, such as smoothies, juices, snacks, and so much more to keep me going no matter what I have going on. Also, Factor is cheaper than dining out. Put the money you save towards holiday fun and you time. And thanks to Factor's commitment to ingredients with integrity, you can enjoy flavorful, chef-crafted meals guilt-free. Need a special occasion? meal? Gourmet Plus is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale options done easy. When things get hectic during the holidays, Factor is flexible. Change your order up every week with plans from 4 to 18 meals per week or Pause and reschedule your deliveries anytime. Even better, Factor's no prep, no mess meals save me so much time on planning and cleanup so I can enjoy the holidays without wasting hours in the kitchen. Not only does Factor offer fast, simple solutions when I get too busy to cook, they also help me stay on top of my goals. With offerings like Protein Plus and Keto, I can stay on track. This is definitely going to come in handy during the holidays. Knicks fans, Factor has everything you need for a week of flavorful, nutritious eats. In addition to ready-to-eat meals, they have cold-pressed juices, smoothies, energy bites, extra protein, veggie sides, and more to keep you energized during frantic holiday times. Don't hesitate. Head to go.factor75.com slash filmschool60 and use promo code filmschool60 to get 60% off your first box. That's code filmschool60 at go.factor75.com slash filmschool60 to get 60% off your first box hush what's going on hush i don't care about consistency i don't care about how raw he is the knicks were gifted a blue chipper and cam i love all the cam love tonight it's exactly where it should be if they trade him or let him walk this organization is not serious so i like vacillate on like what thing could this organization do that would be most distressful to me in the moment. And like, well, there's a part of me that was like, well, Cam's playing well. Do you trade him with his value's high? Eh, maybe. I don't, I don't know. I got to say, I think the thing right now would be like if they turned around and flipped Reddish for, you know, whether attached him to Randall to dump Randall or just like, just got rid of him. Just continue, didn't continue to see where this thing went. And maybe I'll eat those words. Maybe I'll eat those words. We, you know, it's not again. This is not a. This is a player who has teased before. Be very clear about that. This is a player who has teased before. He's done this not in New York, but in Atlanta. Um, is this real? Sometimes it takes a little while. You know, I. I I'll say this. I mean, God, you'd have to blow me away right now. Like you, you'd have to pay me. 150 cents on the dollar if you wanted Cam Reddish right now, if you're another team. Um, 
And even then, I don't know. Yu Shen Zhu, I think this is your first first time in the Super Chat this year. Uh, if you had another one, I forget, but great to see you. Two outcomes I'm sure of. One, when Jalen Brunson pulls up somewhere around the paint and when RJ drives to the basket. No, you don't sound crazy. You do not sound crazy at all. Um, if I say money aside, we should start Grimes and Cam and go RJ off the bench. Oh, do I want to get myself in trouble here? No, I'm not going to get myself in trouble. Um, I will just say that theoretically, I think there is a world where RJ Barrett could be the sixth man of the year and look absolutely wonderful off the bench. Running bench units you know, with a guy like quickly, um, probably need another playmaker of some sort in there, in those lineups, you know, and obviously playing a ton of minutes with the starters and averaging 30 minutes a game and the whole thing, like the best top bench guys in the league average 30 minutes a game. Manager Noble, in the hall of fame coming off the bench. Um, Tyler hero, Tyler hero just inked himself a hundred whatever million dollar contract uh 130 million dollar contract or whatever i forget what it, what it, what he got exactly one yeah i think it was 130 um coming off the bench it's not an insult to come off the bench you could do it i'm not saying that's where i would necessarily put rj but like especially on this team right now where it just like him and him and randall just make no sense together for so many reasons uh yeah, I don't know. Good comment. I'll say that. It's a good comment. Kevin Danishevsky, what's going on, Kev? Congrats, Cam Fam. I was wrong. Seriously impressive 180. Credit to Tibbs development there. Thank you for giving Tibbs a shout out. Speaking of Tibbs, Brunson Cam saved this his horrible decisions tonight. Yeah, the decisions were bad. Um, Brunson's good. Cam's good. Got some talent on this team. I'm going to have a tough time with these stars of the game, man. I think I've settled on Brunson and Cam getting getting two of the spots, but it's going to be hard. Um, Hush with one more. Also, what more does, uh, does he have to do? Why does Randall have to close out every game? I don't care about the contract. I hope Obi asks out now. This is ridiculous. Wouldn't blame him one iota. If he asked out, played 18 minutes tonight. Um, I think he's averaging about 18 minutes, 17 and change, right? Uh, Manny Campos with a follow up comment. Obi was a plus 23 in 18 minutes, criminally underused. Yeah, all of all of this, all of this, all of it, all of it. I, I have no argument. Zero. They, there's a move to be made here that makes this team so much more fun and so much more watchable. I don't know if the organization is going to make it or has the stomach to make it. Um, especially if they keep winning. That's the tough part. The thing that would force their hand is more losses. So we'll see. Uh, thank you, Manny. Uh, Ryan Menzies, John, I believe you called JB, IQ, RJ, Obi, and Hardenstein on the last pod. That lineup looked really good tonight. 
it's a lineup that just makes a lot of sense. I mean, tonight I you know put Cam in place RJ, but yeah, I thought RJ was fine in that. I think it's. I think you look at a couple things there. I think first of all, offensively, it's a dynamite lineup because you got Brunson and Quickly together, and I love Quickly next to Brunson. And I think quickly cover. It's a little small. Obviously, it's a little small. You don't love that. You, that's why you're you're not. That's not your starting five. But like against bench units, think those. I think quickly can do enough defensively to make up for Brunson's lack of size. And like you know, Brunson tries hard and he draws offensive fouls and the whole thing. I think it's a, that's a nice lineup for Obi. Even though we didn't see Obi really unlocked tonight, like we didn't we didn't get any Obi lobs. We just all threes. Um, Hardenstein's nice offensive addition. But like I, I feel like I like the connectivity of that unit on the defensive end, even if they're not a great defensive lineup. Um, I like th- I, I think I like Cam a little bit better in that spot instead of RJ, especially how they both played tonight. But I liked it. I liked it. That's something they should go to. Stagger, 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 stagger. Uh, Will Kebe, what's going on, Will? IQN Obi in my heart forever. Yeah, man, it's. Uh, be so cool if they extended both of those guys. It'd be so cool if they extended both of those guys. See if it happens. Um, Hush, you with another one. Thank you, Hush. Even though RJ was sick, you and Tom's assessment pretty much showed today. Time to get a new trainer. Drew Hanlon's not the answer. Trade Randall. Trade Randall. Um, is it the trainer? He's not that athletic. So, you know, all those, like all the times were like Cam, whether it's an up and under or it's, you know, God forbid, a slam dunk. You know, there's a lot of wings around the league that could, that have enough functional athleticism to do that. And like, yeah, RJ, if you, if he's on an unopposed fast break or if there's like one man to beat, can he like get a running takeoff and like give you a nice, a nice slam dunk, you know, Shout out game one against the Hawks. Like, yeah, he could do that. The athleticism is not really there. No one's ever going to convince me that RJ is going to ever have above average touch or uh, let me rephrase that elite touch or even like sub elite touch. Like maybe he gets there where it's like above average touch. Um, And if your entire game is around the rim and driving to the rim, then the only way you make up for those two efficiencies lack of elite touch and lack of high level athleticism is to get to the line a bunch. Now tonight, tonight he um, got to the line 14 times and I don't even mind that he missed some tonight. Cause again, he was sick. Like that's the path, right? That's the path. Even so, you know, 18 points on 18 shots, it's, you know, it is what it is. Um, okay. D Zilla. Thank you, Andrew. I got your text. Um, Jalen Brunson. Jalen freaking Brunson. Again, it's amazing. The dude was not having a good game. First half, not having a good game. I think even early in the third, maybe had some moments that were like some, there was a rough turnover or two. Defensively, not great. Just a lot of misses. And then I'm looking up. I'm like, Cam's probably getting the three stars, but like, should, should Jalen get the three stars for tomorrow? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Ronim reacts love the nine man rotation but no Grimes question mark well um, so 
Andrew's posting Benji's final grades, um, which you could all see now. So I'm going to go through them right now. So I'm going to actually go from like the best grades down. So he gave out Benji gave four A minuses tonight. Cam Reddish, Emmanuel Quickly, Obi Toppin, and of course, Evan Fournier. God love you, Evan Fournier. You helped so much not playing tonight. Um, after that, we got a B plus for Brunson, a B for Sims, um, and then B minuses for Randall Hardenstein and Rose. Get back to Rose in a second. And then Barrett was an unfortunate C minus. Um, Rose hasn't been great this year. Being polite, obviously, he has, you know, just seems like he's lost a step. Um, Defensively, it's not there. Even so, again, I kind of said this at the beginning. Might this team be better today with Rose and not Grimes? I guess maybe you could argue that. Is that a reason for not sending Grimes out there? Like, where you're at as an organization? I don't I don't get it. It's not a good move. It's poor planning. It's poor decision-making up and down. Um, Tibbs likes the nightmare rotation. I mean, that's an obvious thing. Uh, how long is it this nightmare rotation? You know, we'll see. I don't know. Um, before I read Roger's comment, uh, we just got something from um, Steve Popper. Julius Randle on the now infamous dinner. Just got together, spent a little time with each other off the court, watched the football game, watched the Eagles lose. So a great day. He's kind of likable. I will say that. Sometimes with his comments, he's likable. Roger Fortune, loving what Cam brings to the floor. Props to Tibbs for not letting Evan Fournier see the floor, but he needs to have dinner by himself to find respect for Obi. Yeah. Amen to that. And it's like, we're not asking for a lot. Like, you couldn't have left Obi out there for another two minutes, two minutes, three minutes, get him to 20, 21 minutes for the game. You want to bring Randall in there for the last three? Like, see where the game goes over those next two minutes. You know, from I think he took him. I forget if he took him at the six minute mark or the five minute mark, whatever it was. But like, it's like you're so close to getting where like everybody wants you to go. Um, Juanon, what's going on? Thank you for the contribution. Three things: one, hashtag trade thirty. I'm all for it. Two. This was nice. Felt like a shower after a weekend of camping. <laughs> what a great analogy. That's fantastic. Uh, three. Cam Reddish gives off J.R. Smith vibes. Ooh, that's interesting. We need to flesh this out. Plus, unlike J.R., he won't smell like vodka 24-7. My God, what a glorious comment. In the running for comment of the year. Um, I... Listen, JR. JR was one of the best shot makers in the league for a little while there. Like when that dude won six man of the year and like we were watching it, like that was a 50. Andrew's going to get mad at me if I get this wrong. It was a 53 win team. 54. You were close. I, I was going back and forth to 53, 54. Nope. 
50, 54, and remember all 54 of them. I bet you do. Um, 54 win team. And if you ask someone like Andrew Claudio, like who, you know, who should have the ball in their hands, who should be putting up the shot with an under five minutes in a close game, like, yeah, Melo's number one. But right after Melo, you're like, oh, JR, obviously. And, um, you know, there weren't many guys you, you would take as shot makers, tough shot makers over him. Also, just an insane athlete. You know, I think Cam has the potential to be a more complete player, more consistent player. Now you just got to see it. But not a crazy comp. A.R.A. Rawad. What's going on, man? The Cam Hive is alive. I love all the Cam love. This is fantastic. Package Mitchell and inefficient R.J. Plus a pick or two. I can't wait to see where this is going. For a star. Get rid of Fournier and Randall. Open minutes for Obi and Grimes and let's go. <laughs> so you want to basically ship out. Um, do some quick math here. Uh, 41... Uh, right now, it's only like $70 million. <laughs> so like half your salary cap. Uh, and it goes up to uh, like $85 million next year after RJ's extension kicks in or like $87. Uh, that might be a bit a bit much. Um, RJ's really hard to trade this year. Not that they're going to look to trade him, but he's hard to trade because of the poison pill thing. But like like I wrote it before the season. I said it before they ever played a game. Like it wouldn't shock me in the least if, if they look to trade RJ this summer, but it's neither here nor there at this point. Um, thank you for the comment contribution. Huber then what's going on? Huber? What's the deal with Grimes? I hate that this front office and coach had me wishing for a loss tonight. Uh, I can't get, I can't get there. Can't ever root for a loss. Can't do it. Not capable of it. This win is like snoozing your first of five alarms. I mean, I'll say this. Not an unfair comment. It's not an unfair comment. And I wouldn't begrudge anybody who was wishing they lost and blew it just to like get the changes that they want to see made made. Um, I. My guess is that like they're really high on Grimes. We know they're high on Grimes. We know that nothing he's done this year because he's been hurt has dissuaded them from being high on Grimes. We know Tibbs love, loves Grimes. Like Grimes is going to be a part of this team moving forward unless, you know, they just get some kind of crazy offer and they, and somebody values him at like, you know, a hundred cents on the dollar. Um, doesn't mean it's right for him to be on the bench right now. Um, yeah, there's some, there's some shitty organizational stuff here. No, no two ways about it. Um, Requiem Gaming. Here we go. I love it. Shout out to New Mexico. Oh, well, he's in New Jersey right now. College, shout out to college visits. Uh, hello from the Garden State. I love Mike Breen. I swear. The team looks much better. I know you do. Inside joke for anybody on our playback. The team looks much better with Evan off the floor. Sims, Cam, Obi, IQ, and Brunson are all so fun. Yes, 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 and yes. I can live with this kind of mid. Thank you. You took the words out of my mouth from the from the opening. Make free throws, RJ. I'll co-sign that. As you as you get me to look up um 
a certain stat that I will I will read when I look it up as we get the next comment up. Um, thank you for the contribution there. Appreciate it. Great seeing you uh, over the weekend too. Andrew, this, Tim's body language just improved tonight. Finally, I did not notice. I'm not going to lie. I did not notice anything about Thibodeau's body language, but I will take your word for it. Um, damn. Knicks are 500 and they're 24th in net rating. That's that's wild. But then again, like the entire league is either 500, above 500, or two games below 500. It's just weird that like all the teams below the Knicks, with the exception of the Spurs, are like have four or three wins. And well, then again, they also have much worse net ratings, except for Orlando. Anyway, sorry, I'm going off on a tangent here. Andrew Palladino, 145 from OKC versus 111 to a high scoring team. Um, still want Tibbs gone, but nice to see the defense turn around a bit. Hopefully not an anomaly. Cam, most improved player, question mark. Hey, listen, man. Without question, without question, not close, not a conversation. If you gave me 100, 100 uh, units to go over to uh, our friends at Wimbat on the Wimbat app, and place on one Nick to win most improved player for this season. It's not even close. Not even close. I'm putting my money on Cam Reddish. Um, I am. Do I want to get into an argument with people? I don't know. I, I, yeah, I'll say this. No, I was, I was going to say, what did you want differently? If, other than the OB Randall thing. And I guess the RJ being in there late. Like what, what different thing did you want from Tibbs tonight? And yet, as I say that, I'm like, but it doesn't matter. The Obi Randall thing is the only thing that needs to be said <laughs> for anybody who's like, I still want to fire Tibbs. That's all you need. Oh, God. I-95 bully. What's going on? Uh, each time 30 left the game, the Knicks took the lead. Nine-man rotation. Thoughts on Rose over Grimes? Yeah, I said my thoughts on Rose over Grimes. I don't I don't think it's the correct organizational decision. I don't even think it's probably the right decision in the moment. Um, this game shouldn't change any opinions. Um, you know, it, it ultimately comes down to like, how big of a deal do you think firing a coach is? And how much rope do you think you should give a coach? a coach and how much benefit of a doubt do you think you should give a coach based on their record? Cause like the reality is, and I know I've said this to a lot of people over the last two days, I don't care that they're six and seven. It looks shitty. It feels shitty. There's seven and seven, you know, like this is what they are. Is that a reason to keep Tibbs? Maybe not, but like, again, I have a tough time being like, yeah, if they keep going, if they keep staying around a game over, game under 500, there's even a, like, the longer that goes on, it just becomes really tough to justify firing him um, unless you also want to fire the front office because the stuff that is maddening, the most maddening stuff to me, is a little bit reflective of where the organization is and the organizational decision-making. 
mostly I mean the Grimes thing, but even the Obi thing, you know, where it's like, how is this not an organizational priority? Like, I, I, I you know, again, it's, it's Tibbs. He's the one who makes the lineup decisions, as, okay. as, as Leon Rose told us. But like, even that, like, if that's how your organizational organization functions, that says something to me. So I, I don't know. It's complicated. Uh, Matt Smith, what's going on, Matt? What the hell's going on with Grimes? I wish I knew. I um, I know you have heard something, LOL. Um, all I heard was earlier today that there was going to be a rotation change. I knew that there was going to be a rotation change. Um, I didn't know what. I knew it was going to involve Fournier. Didn't know it was going to involve Grimes, too. Um, that's all I know. I wish I knew more. Uh, I've kind of accepted that RJ is now, as you have been saying. Yeah, hope I'm wrong. I see why they were eager to move him for Donovan Mitchell. Like it, it, it needs to be said. It was the perfect time to move him. By the way, Randall minus twelve in a game. The Knicks won by seven. Not, not necessarily a misnomer. Um, like they had done a really nice job building up RJ as an asset. You know, they finished off the year last year. They gave him the ball a ton. He got his 20 a game. Had some moments. He had the Miami game. He had some other moments. Did a really nice job building up his value. Where I'm sure they thought they could, you know, if a situation came up this summer with a potential trade, they could genuinely look whoever they were dealing with in the eye and be like, Oh, like this, this dude, if we give him up, this is a centerpiece. He's the centerpiece. Like, we'll give you some other stuff. We'll give you some picks. But like, if we're giving him up, he's the centerpiece. They could do that. And they wanted to do that. But the jazz didn't go for it. And you could, you know, you could say the jazz were smart for that. You could say, you know, maybe they screwed up. I don't you know. Who knows? Anyway, Antonio Quinones, Brunson showed he is the real deal and the fourth. Again, this uh, I just done talking about. They're seven and seven. Could with that kind of or with urgency that we saw tonight, could they be nine and five? And yet, without Brunson on this team, I, they're a two win team. I believe that they are a two win team. Still not liking Julius Randle's body language and defensive effort. Uh, I wonder why. Probably because it sucks. Uh, not sure what was said at dinner, but happy with the win. This is just how he goes about his business. He's just such an infuriating player to watch because it looks like he does like he just the way he carries himself. It's just, he makes himself hard to like. And he, he played well tonight. <laughs> it's insane. It's crazy. Um, Hush you with one more minus 12 versus plus 23 trade 30 trade 30 trade 30 trade 30 yeah uh, the number I was looking for is what is this team's um, net rating with uh, Evan Fournier off the court this year and the answer to that question is they are plus 2.8 points per 100 possessions in 374 minutes so they've played that's more than half of their minutes. This team has played 634 minutes. So uh 374 is so in about 60% of their minutes. 
Evan Fournier has not played in about 60% of their minutes. They are outscoring teams by 2.8 points per 100 possessions. That's a top 10 net rating. Um, so, yeah, good job getting Evan Fournier the fuck out of the rotation. Now, right behind him, very close, and in a, it, like easily these two are in a category by themselves as far as how the team is when they are off the floor. Julius Randle. In 199 minutes, Julius Randle off the floor, 2.1 positive net rating. And it's so interesting to me that the off-court net ratings for Jalen Brunson and R.J. Barrett are so much better. The team is getting outscored by almost a point per possession with Jalen Brunson off the floor. Say what you want about R.J. When he's been off the floor, the team is getting outscored by two points per 100 possessions, which is like their overall net rating. Minus 2.3. Um, and then you look at the on-court stuff. Again, Randall on-court getting outscored by 4.8 points per 100 possessions in 435 minutes. It's just... These are the numbers. That, you know? And like, now with Brunson here, another ball-dominant guy, like you see the difference in the effect that Brunson has on the team. I'm not saying Brunson's a perfect player. He's not. Defensively, you know, there's issues there. But like, you know, you see the difference.